Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, and this is the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour, brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. You can read the magazine at www.spiritseeker.com, and there are over two years of archived interviews uh, located at the Spirit Seeker site. We are read online nationwide and into Europe and Canada, but we have a print publication of the magazine in Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, and also in Columbia, Missouri. And so we cover anything that's happening in the Midwest, and we have many, many events that we are supporting right now, the first of which is Celebrate Your Life. For six years, I've been a sponsor, or not I, but Spirit Seeker Magazine has been a sponsor of this event, so we will be there covering uh, that event this Saturday, and then we are um, helping with bringing uh, Marion Williamson to St. Louis on June 16th. We are a sponsor of the first ever Midwest Bhakti Fest, which is happening in Madison, Wisconsin, June 29th through July 1st. We're supporting Amici's visit to Chicago, June 30th through July 4th, and we are talking today with Sonia Choquette, who will be returning to Unity Village, and this is Unity Village in the Kansas City area. So, Sonia, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you. Okay. And, oh, my gosh, I have been a fan of yours for many, many, many years. The, the <laughs> first time I heard your name was, I think it was in 1992, and at wow. that time, it was three to four weeks to get a reading with you. Mm-hmm. So, so I know you, you have started off, but you've written so many books, and, you know, I use your Trust Your Vibes cards all the time when I, you know, I'm working with students, you know, it's one of the first decks that I introduce to them, and, you know, so just tell us about who you are and, and how you came to do this work. I mean, because you've been on this path for a while now here. Well, I, I describe myself as a six-sensory, which is one far better than five, and uh, an intuitive. I'm whole-brained. I have a very highly developed intuitive sense that I believe we all come in with. It's just mine never got shut down. It actually got refined and developed. I'm also an alchemist, which means I change vibration. I help people get out of vicious cycles energetically, and I bring in um, as a teacher... I help people deconstruct their energetic matrix or their their patterning that holds them back from their divinity. And I I really have uh, been very effective at breaking that down for people, so I actually lead them forward in ways that they can follow. I don't just tell them what they should do because we all have that voice, and that voice is a tormenting voice, actually. Um, I just really feel like I'm a, a leader and a builder of of the highest potential in every human being I meet and every soul that comes to read my books. That's my purpose is to uplift and liberate and free the authentic self in people. So it's a wonderful, wonderful path. I've been on it my whole life, but I never really just 
excited to be on it. I was already at, at the age of 12. I was already reading for people intuitively, giving them guidance. And by the time I was 15, I realized that it wasn't enough for me, that I wanted to, that, that I didn't want to create dependencies in people. I actually wanted to support their capacity to be self-reliant. So I started teaching people how to resurrect their dormant intuition because we all come in with it. But it gets, unfortunately, it gets turned off by conditioning and poor information and um, um, sabotage and, and lots of things like that. So I, I've spent, I've, I grew up in a household where being a sixth sensory was normal and natural and very much even expected. So for me to not use my intuition would be the worst form of a handicap I could, I could sustain. And, and you know who actually said it so brilliantly was um, Helen Keller. She said, you know, of all the senses, if you have intuition, you have a connection to everything. And I truly support and, and believe and advocate for that, and, and I help people heal from that severe amputation. I mean, it fortunately is a sense that can be resurrected. It's just like turning a light off, and I help people turn the light back on. That's a beautiful way to describe that. That's just beautiful. So you're mm-hmm. taking people out of the darkness and opening it up with all six senses. Right, as, as we are designed to to be and live, you know, it's even Carl Jung said the human being has has four faculties of awareness: thinking, sensing, feeling, and intuiting. And so the intuiting part, unfortunately, for so many of us, has been has been silenced, but to our great detriment because it's the voice of our most authentic self, our authentic spirit, and without following it. Quite honestly, I don't see any way how a human being can actually be peaceful or happy or content. It's just, in my, in my experience, it's not possible. Well, and listeners, I just want to mention, um, Sonia has uh, been to Unity Village before. She um, taught traveling at the speed of love, and this year she is uh, uh, speaking on the power of your spirit. So you have a couple of options. Uh, Actually, I would encourage you to do both. There's an interactive presentation on Friday evening, August 24th at 7 o'clock p.m., and that is $20 at the door, or you can do the... um, Friday-Saturday presentation. You can do the presentation on Friday evening and the Saturday workshop. So it's Friday, August 24th to Saturday, August 25th. And the price is very reasonable. It's $247, which includes your meals, the seminar, etc. Your lodging is separate, um, but I have stayed at Unity Village on a number of occasions, and it's quite beautiful. They have a labyrinth, beautiful grounds. It's very meditative just to stay there. Um, And I want to give you a little bit of information. Uh, You can go to Unity village.org forward slash Sonia, which is S-O-N-I-A, and the phone number is 1-866-348-6489. And, um, you know, Sonia, I've seen you so many different places. I've seen mm-hmm. you in Phoenix, Chicago, etc. And But you were in St. Louis uh, 
you know, Stacey Hunsaker brought you with right. the series. And there's this one exercise that you did that um, it just stays with me, and I use it so often uh, in unusual situations. It just pops in where you, you know, what I love about you is you get people standing up out of their seats. Mm-hmm. You let you let, you have your musician, you know, most of the time with you, moving, helping move the spirit. And when you do that exercise, this is how an earth sign dances. This is how a water sign yes. dances. Oh my gosh, it is so true. And then you know, when you have, when I have an earth sign that just doesn't want to budge, I'll say, this is how an earth sign dances. This mm-hmm. is how you know, and it's like so perfect. You know, the way you get people out of their comfort zones. And you can see some people just don't know how to do it. They just Oh, they get very, very scared and rigid. But I tell them, rather than being unhappy with me, recognize that the rigidity is what's ruining your life. Right. And I'm here to help you become liberated from that. That, you know, I'm not the one that's causing the problem. It's this this fear but I work I actually try to seduce people out of it through humor which is what what is one of my gifts is I can be help people laugh at their own fears and when the minute you laugh at a fear you're over it right and so, so that's the one thing yeah and your book the answer is simple love yourself live your spirit it's sold over one million copies worldwide. I mean, you're touching lives in so many ways. And, you know, I just want to mention the knee thing. You know, I... I laughed so hard when I received your new. I, somehow I'm not on your email newsletter thing, which I need to get on because you sent this email newsletter out, and and a friend of mine forwarded it to me, and because she knew I fractured my right knee and broke my ankle in three spots in January. Well, I, you know. I'm terrible on crutches, so I, oh. I so I knew better than to even try that because I had I have ten screws that played in my left ankle from when I did that, you know, like mm-hmm. six years ago. So they knew, they knew. They're like, no, you can't take any chances. So I'm on this walker, right? Mm-hmm. But when I read your experience of my my crutches were my friend and they were my enemies and I was like on my yes. butt putting around. And then because where do I, I had the same experience, I broke oh. my kneecap in three places. Oh. And so I was having my my experience with crutches, and and I wrote my newsletter about my experience. So we and it was we, so perfect and divine. With you know, at first, if you don't mind, I'm paraphrasing, but you jump in. Like at first, you it was kind of nice to walk in, and someone stood up and gave right. you their seat. But by the end of it, you just wanted to hit them with. You didn't say this, but I felt no, like but I did. It's like <laughs> I can't stand this. It, it really got to the point, and actually, I'm still on a cane. So I'm still I'm still learning, and it's it's all very um, it's all very revealing, isn't it? Oh. About especially people like like us who are spiritually motivated. It's hard to say I need help. Right, right. And, and so I and, you know, I, and yeah. more for more than five minutes. Well, I thought I learned the lesson the first time around, but, uh, you know, what a laugh. And so, you know, it was a tibial plateau fracture is what I had, and they immediately wow. wanted to put, you know, eight to ten screws and a plate in, and I was like, uh, what are my options? And so, you know, and I have a friend who had the exact same surgery, and she, oh, I didn't have the surgery, by the way. I opted not to, which I don't know. You know, they tell you all kinds of things, but, but the point is, is no matter what, either way, whether you have the surgery or not, it's the same healing time. And yeah, right. yeah, you just and I have a three-level home. 
I mean, can you imagine? Oh, that's funny. Well, you know what I did? I decided it would be my my um, opportunity to build my triceps because I have to get on the stairs and sit on my butt and push myself up and down. And See, I was so, afraid I'd slide down. I, well, did, did you have well, did you have to keep your leg at a ninety degree like the the totally in the machine? Straight? I had to keep my leg in a perpetual motion machine oh. um, for three months. Wow! And um, I was on a wheelchair, and grad, crutches about did me in. Right. And, oh, I know. Um, but it taught me, you know, it taught me a lot of things for which I'm extremely grateful. One is that I learned that, first of all, being vulnerable is not comfortable. But unless we're vulnerable, we really can't open up to receiving all the goodness that the universe has to offer us. So we're, it, the more you open up to that and accept your vulnerability, and not see it as a victim, but as where you have genuine need, and, and begin to open yourself up to that genuine need, it really is, is an important lesson for all of us, which is why I think so many people are experiencing these spontaneous meltdowns like you and I have experienced, that, that we're, all being, we're all in a fairly um, steep learning curve to open our hearts and give up control and allow ourselves to receive more support than we're accustomed to. And that also in, involves developing a, a trust that perhaps we have a hard time um, with or have all along, so we get to open ourselves up to that kind of trust experience. And, and that's very important for evolution right now, that we start trusting one another, we start trusting ourselves, and also to develop more compassion. I agree totally. I mean, I had no idea how hard it was to actually be a person who might need those crutches forever. I mean, I had a hard enough time on mine for three months, but imagine if that were your life. Oh, it's, you know, and, and it's so interesting looking at the world from a wheelchair, you know, and, and even grocery, grocery shopping for three months. I have months. to tell I, you, I kept mine for my office desk. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a reminder. Oh, you're but, funny. Um, yeah. Well, when I'm coming to teach the power of your spirit, this is part of what I'll be teaching is that it's time we all move into a new paradigm, and that means a new perspective, a new point of view, a new energy that that is 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 able to support more divine flow and less mental control. And that's and how to do that because I'm not a teacher that will give you information. I'm a teacher that will provide an experience, and from that experience support it with backup information but information we're we're information overloaded as it is i couldn't agree more you know the, the the kids of today you know i i i feng shui at a home for, it was actually a newscaster's home and i don't know it was interesting she was it's a long story, but the short of it is, is this. She had a three-year-old who scampered up the steps when we were going to the upper level and was on the keyboard, fingers flying. And I said, mm-hmm. what is that child doing? And she said, oh, he's on YouTube. Anything he wants to learn, he asks us how to spell it, and then he types in those letters, three years old, learning anything and everything about life through YouTube. Wow. 
I know. And I looked at that and I thought, okay. And, you know, and I have kids, you know, I've raised a bunch of kids with mm-hmm. lifetime stuff, kids, and et cetera. And I can remember when the Internet started in 94. And I can remember, right. you know, it's like, but the the kids, I have a 14-year-old. And so when the Olympic Games were going on, they were all back and forth. They're all group texting group. I mean, it's all of these social medias, it's all changed everything. So I agree. Yeah. I mean, I remember Britannica Encyclopedias. Now I'm showing my age here. Yes. But, but and going to the library Didn't with you your library them? card. <laughs> well, we miss out on a sensual experience if it's all mental, and that's where we're at risk to actually lose even more touch with our intuition, which is why the kind of work that I do is so important because it's a, it's a paradox. On one hand, the quantum world requires that we're intuitive, and yet at the same time, if all we're learning is through the mental faculties and not through the spiritual channels, then we really set ourselves back. Right. We really compromise ourselves. I mean, there's so many people I talk to who don't know how they feel. Yeah, they, they're just totally in mental realm. They don't even have a, a languaging for it. So intuition works through the feeling center. And the feeling center is the only center where you can know your authentic self. So without that, there's no capacity to be happy, no matter how much information you have. So this is why when you come to your seminars, get ready. Because you let yeah. spirit just, I mean, I love the title of this, the power of your spirit. Not, not the power of your spirit. Right. Because every one of us is a divine spirit embodied, and, and, and it's a powerful force. We are not... We are not, um, it's not necessary for us to fear. We just tap into our power and make life happen rather than hope that what is happening is going to be good for us. It's just very important that we change the paradigm. So when people come for the experience, they, they leave with that inner faculty alive and well. And it's like turning the headlights on in the dark forest in the middle of the night. You know, I can see now. And the forest is the same, but I'm not blind. I'm not, I'm not at, at the, and in the dark. Right. I can make informed choices because I can see what I'm dealing with. I can, I can feel and sense what's true. So I can make decisions for myself that support that. And that's why my work is so important. I I totally get it. And, you know, having experienced your workshops, it's just, you know, it's, it's a delight. Well, and it is. And, you know, to me, you liberate people. And That's my point. I get them out of jail. And I really do it in such a way that they love who they are, as they should. I really reintroduce people to themselves. And, and it's just, I am just passionate about it. And, you know, you, you, um, you know, I, I love that you're an international traveler and, you know, you've studied in Paris. You've, you yeah, know, I just you've... came back from Tokyo yesterday. <gasps> How was that? Fabulous, even though there was an earthquake while I was there. So that really? was fun. It was, I was, it was fabulous. And, you know, it was interesting when I was there that the Japanese people are the most kind, sweet, polite people. And they would come to hug me. And then they would go back to the end of the line and come up to hug me again. Oh, how sweet. And go back to the line and come up and hug me again. And You're like a little like, miniature amici here. <laughs> honestly, I was doing that kind of work. 
just loving them and 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 letting them feel their heart space. And it was very, it was my fourth time there, and every time is just fantastic. They are so sweet. I felt very privileged to be there, and I just came off a six-week tour of Europe. So it's it's it's. I'm a gypsy. I love traveling and teaching. Well, and what better, I mean, that's, you know, what more can you ask for? You yeah. know, I, it's, I'm so blessed. Right, right. And this is even with your knee. Nothing stops us, right? <laughs> Honestly, I went to Australia in a wheelchair in March. Nothing yeah. stops me, but I would say maybe that wasn't the best idea for me. Oh, I can't even imagine that flight. I know. You know, that's why I'm staying in the Midwest this summer. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. But it's so funny. You'll appreciate this. You know, I I was not about to try those steps in my house because knowing me, I would have slid down, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had my, the, I had the hospital bed in the living room, just rearranged everything. And I still taught my students, still had everything. And this one student who saw me for the first time standing afterwards, she says, you know, I've never seen you standing. <laughs> It was just hysterical yeah. because I was either in the hospital bed or wheelchair. And people, you know, this one person said, oh, a friend of mine said, well, how can she be teaching if she's in, like, a wheelchair? And she said, well, her mind's fine. It's just her knee and her ankle. It's like, you know, you just keep going. But, you know, I can't imagine those long flights with your knee. But It was, it's challenging. You know, you make it's it. all good. People show up to help. It's all good. Yeah. There's there's never a moment where I feel like somehow there isn't a benefit here and and I'm open to it. Yeah. You've been featured on CNN, ABC, NBC. You've been, um, you're a member of the Transformational Leadership Council. Mm -hmm. You've really, like, you have tentacles, you know, and connections worldwide, which is just really quite beautiful. Thank you. You know, and. Well, I love people. And I know that no matter how much, how different we are in our external customs and outlooks, in our soul, in our spirit, we're the same. And that's my mission is to start having people witness one another from that perspective of these are your, this is your family, these are your, these are your kindred spirits, that there are no enemies. And that, and that, if you live in the spirit, you begin to see and experience and live that. And that is the beginning. If you find peace in your own heart, it's like the Chinese saying: "Peace in the heart, then peace in the home. Peace in the home, peace in the community. Peace in the community. Peace in the state. Peace in the state. Peace in the world." So I'm starting with peace in the heart. Sounds like the Dalai Lama, who was just in Chicago. I mean, mm-hmm. he had three students, you know, who. He didn't pick the winners, but he had them submit a, uh, an essay on how can we bring peace into our home that then ripples out into the world. How can we make a difference? You know, right. and and it's if we repeat that one more time so the listeners get it. If we have peace in our heart, peace in the heart, then it's peace in the home. Peace in the home, then peace in the community. Peace in the community, then peace in the state. Peace in the state, then peace in the world. So we all have to begin with peace in the heart. That is just so beautiful. And, you know, so listeners, we only have a, a couple more minutes. I just want mm-hmm. to uh, just say if you would like to go to Sonia's website, it is S-O-N-I-A-C-H-O-Q-U-E-T-T-E.com. There's a lot of information on there. And then the org 
forward slash Sonia, S-O-N-I-A. She will be, uh, Sonia will be teaching the power of your spirit. It's a retreat and workshop. You can either do the Friday evening only, August 24th, or the Friday evening and Saturday, August 24th, 25th. Um, you can call Unity Village at one 348 Sonia, do you want to add anything else about, you know, just anything else about the workshop? I know we've talked a little bit about well, it. Well, just as a, as a final statement, um, come and have the experience of your spirit. Call your spirit home, and the rest of your life will work out surprisingly well. So it's not a matter of chasing this, that, and the other. It's anchoring in your spirit and your authentic self, and that gives you the power to create, to have intimacy, to have abundance, to have joy, to have, have connection, to have synchronicity. So without that... There is no success. So there you are. And so, so there I go. I, yeah, please come. That's my only other message. Please come. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, in this issue of uh, Spirit Seeker, the June issue, there's a wonderful inside front cover ad about the event in Kansas City. And we will have an article in our July issue by Sonia. And, you know, so you'll be at the Bhakti Fest, you know, yes. the July issue, you know, which I know you live in Chicago. So that's all perfect and divine. So well, thank you so I, much. I see you on my love. Okay. okay thank, thank you. Thank you. I'll see you in August. Okay. Bye. Bye. me mm-hmm.